Welcome to episode 25 of Crashton Talks. Um, this is a solo episode, obviously, today. Um, I'm going to chat a little bit about some stuff that I'm thinking about. Mm. The main reason I've decided to do this is uh, I've got a new microphone. So I'm just testing it out to see if it's, if it's any good. It's called a Marantz um, um, Umpire Pro. But we'll see. Yeah, um, what have I been doing? Just recording music. Um, I've been spending a lot of time at Unit 55 in Cumberland recording with Andy O'Dell. Uh, Andy, I've known Andy since like high school and um, been involved in like a few projects with him. My wedding band, Transit Jukebox, Andy used to like drive us all to the gigs, like he's got a van and stuff, he used to drive us to the gigs and he would uh, like he would hire his PA and his van off him and stuff so yeah, he's like been quite an integral part of my more recent music career he runs a great studio um, in Cumbernauld called Unit 55, so if anyone is from like Scotland or, or looking for a decent studio Andy's where it's at, he's got like the fucking best of best stuff and he's a fucking phenomenal engineer feels like I'm doing an ad or something um, I feel so out of shape with this stuff man, I felt like I was in the swing of it <laughs> about, I don't know, six months maybe eight months ago, felt like I was really getting somewhere with it felt confident with it and um, I don't know, I just feel like totally lost interest, not just in this, but in music as well, like, it's all just, I don't know, crazy. I just done like a live stream on Facebook, not like a live stream, I done an actual live stream on Facebook and uh, it was alright, but the, the main reason I done it was to try and build up my kind of stamina again, because... So out of shape, like my voice. Like I've I've been playing guitar a lot through all of this, but not really singing. I tried to do like a I done a rehearsal a few days ago, and like my my voice just didn't last at all. And I used to be able to sing like if I was doing like a solo acoustic gig, I'd be singing like three forty five minutes. So my voice was like by the end of those gigs, like I I wouldn't be out of shape or anything. Like I could still continue singing. And then when I was doing the wedding band, I was singing like three and a half hours a night, which if you think about it, like most like really big artists like like Sam Smith or fucking like Adele or something, like these powerhouse singers, they are when they go out and they play a show, like the problem, they're playing like an hour or an hour and a half at a time. And then just guys that are from these fucking small towns are going out and playing three and a half hour sets. So you build up like this this fucking callous in your throat that just you're able to maintain that that level of performance but yeah I've been really fucking out of shape with it so I've decided what I'm going to do is probably treat like the Facebook live thing as a gig in, in some way like not not the way people have been doing it just sort of for me where I'll do like three forty-five minute sets on my Facebook just to try and build up my voice again no one will care. No, no one even cares right now that's watching this, and that's fine. Um, I've kind of been looking at the the whole 
podcasting and my music career has been more of a sort of self-indulgent thing. Um, I've got really bad at talking to people, <laughs> not just because of the pandemic, but just in general. Like I think when you we end up having a family, you well for me, like I've just become a bit of a recluse and I go to talk to people like I'm talking to my son. Like, Hi, yeah, you doing? <laughs> like some fucking CITV presenter or something. So, I've always kind of hoped that the podcast would help me with that. Um, such a weird thing as well, isn't it? Like, just putting your face and your voice into the ether. And it gets lost, but like, someday, like, imagine the assumption is that, like, if aliens were to come here or, like, say, like, or the human race get wiped out, right? And, like say like a million years from now, they discover that our society existed. Everyone assumes that it's going to be like, oh, they'll find the best programmes, like they'll find, they're going to find films, they'll find like the best films, like they'll find Star Wars and all that shit. Or they'll find like, if they're going to find the best podcast, they'll find like Joe Rogan or something. But what, <laughs> what if they find this? You know what I mean? What if just for some reason, this is the one that they find? And then this becomes like some fucking Van Gogh thing. I mean, that was the that was the the thing. That was the podcast. It was just a guy talking into a camera. And this is the one they find. Just the same as like they might not find fucking Mission Impossible three. You know what I mean? They'll probably find some guy's fucking college project that he handed in <laughs> in fucking nineteen ninety three. Just a guy talking to a rhino for three hours. A big fake polystyrene rhino. Why do they not make films like that? You ever noticed? Like, films are just... Like... Who was it that said? It was Martin Scorsese said, like... That Marvel films are basically, like, just going to a theme park. Which is kind of true, isn't it? Like, they're just... Films are made now with the intention that you're going to turn up and enjoy yourself. Like, it's not... You know what I mean? Like, who says that's what a fucking film is? Like, if you've ever seen American Psycho, like, the total, that's the total opposite of what the experience of going to the cinema is now. Like, American Psycho is fucking so uncomfortable from start to finish. Same with Clockwork Orange, like, just really uncomfortable films to watch. But yet, the expectation now is, is that you just have these fucking, like, incredible, huge production films. But then they're probably made with the intention of profiting. But I would love to see, like, a, imagine you went to the cinema, right? Imagine it was Avengers 6, Avengers 16, and you turn up and there's, there's a guy wearing, like, a... a what do you call it, like a fucking Captain America suit off of Amazon, and he's talking to a big, a big massive coloured in polystyrene Hulk, just a big polystyrene cut out of the Hulk, it's just been coloured in green, but it's an, like not, it's not like a fucking, it's not like a college production, it's just, it's a, it's Marvel Studios have actually put it out, and you have to sit through three and a half hours of this guy just fucking, going at it with a, a big polystyrene cut out of the Hulk. 
I would for, that's the kind of Marvel film that I would watch. Do you know what I mean? I'm so sick of fucking everything. Like I, I loved Star Wars growing up. My dad was a projectionist, and basically all the big cinemas around Glasgow and so other surrounding areas as well. Like he worked in basically all of them. So growing up, like I was constantly exposed to these big films. Like I'm sure it was Titanic and Flubber were out at like the same time. And I've seen both of those films about fucking 60 times. And like Star Wars became like probably for a lot of people. Like I don't I don't know why I, I don't have any sort of like different um relationship to Star Wars and probably the, the average person, but I think because my dad was a projectionist and associated him with film, I felt like really connected to film. So like Star Wars to me was like my fucking religion. Do you know what I mean? So when I was young, like I had all the toys and I just thought about Star Wars all the time. And now like my stepson is the exact same with Star Wars and I don't know, I just like apart from like the Mandalorian, I think that's probably something to like chant about, but the rest of it just seems so I don't know, maybe it's just having perspective as being a parent now is like you, you see these companies making films with the attention with, with the intention of grabbing the attention of like young kids or like people in general. So you watch it play out and then these people make adverts to entice you and then you see the people being enticed and it's like you just see the whole machine working and I, I don't know it's just kind of, it's like it's like seeing the nicest chocolate cake and then you bite into it and it's like there's too much chocolate do you know what I mean? like shove some fucking hot dog in there give me a fucking hot dog cake I mean um I wish this was a fucking two-way conversation. It'd be nice to know how some folks are. If anyone's even listening. Um, what have I been thinking about? Refer to your notes if you're... Refer to your notes, guys, if you're struggling. I wrote down a couple of things that I wanted to... That not even I wanted to talk about. Just, like, some. sometimes I get these ideas in my head. That I like I think about and I think I could tell Katie that. But I'm looking at Katie and she just seems like she seems stressed out about something because we're trying to deal with her day-to-day lives. And I think if I tell her this, <laughs> she's just gonna get annoyed. Um or just be like, Why are you fucking why are you telling me that? Um So the thing I've wrote, thing I've wrote down is how come when you were younger you couldn't swim in games? Right. So just imagine my day-to-day life, right? Caleb, Caleb's just bouncing off the walls. We're just we're trying to get ready, trying to get Lois ready for school. Caleb's bouncing off the walls, and Katie's stressed out as she, as she fucking should be because I'm just as bad as the kids. So she's trying to sort everyone out, and I'm I'm thinking, like that's what I'm thinking. Katie's always wondering, like, what you're thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Is how come when you were younger you couldn't swim in games? Like that thought has occupied my brain for probably about three or four months, just thinking about it because it's so true, man. Like 
I was playing COD and you can jump in the water and shoot people in the water. But when I started playing COD, if you fell in the water, you were di- that you die. That's you fell off the map. If you fell in the water, you fell off the map. But like, why though? What I mean, why? Like, what was so hard about making swimming graphics? Because there was games that were dedicated to swimming, or not, maybe not swimming, but like, like Echo the Dolphin was a game that was dedicated. It was based in the sea. You know what I mean? I'm sure there was a. What was that game? A Donald Duck game. Sure, that was like a Donald Duck game back in the day, and it was like some of it was set in the water. Like you'd be on land and you'd be in water, and then how come, like later on, like Grand Theft Auto, you go in the water and you die? Not Grand Theft Auto Five, but like San Andreas and stuff. I'm sure if you went in the water, it would kill you. I don't know. It was just a thought. But yeah, oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that little burp? I hope this mic picked that up. Little frog noise. So, I fully plan on releasing music in the next few months. I've been saying for ages, but I've been trying to collate all these ideas that I've had over the years. Uh, the track that I recorded with Andy from Unit 55 is a song that I wrote probably about like eight years ago when I was in Fluorescent Hearts. But it kind of took a backseat. Um, I wrote it around the same time as this song called Guide You Home, which became, like, online became, like, our most kind of popular song because it was, like, the video with the most views and had the most downloads and stuff. Um, it was just obvious that, that, that Guide You Home was, at that time, a better song than this one. And I think just stylistically, the way that I played this other song just wasn't there, like, it, just, it was on the cusp of being a really good idea, but just never fucking came to fruition. So I dug it out of the records when it when this opportunity to go and record with uh, Andy came up, and it's really, like, totally reshaped the song and made it sound fucking big and powerful, and I put, it, put a clip up on the Patreon, and Colin, who's one of the patrons, was like saying that it's reminded them a lot of Fluorescent Hearts, and uh, I, I completely agree with that kind of thing. But there's some other stuff that I'm, I'm recording with Gary just now, um, that I re- uh, some of it I wrote when I was recording with Demo a few years ago. Um, yeah, I get so inside my head when I'm when I'm talking. <laughs> I've got like a million things going on, but. Yeah, I hope. I just want to get the the music out. Gary keeps saying to me about like releasing one song and then waiting a while and releasing another song, but I would like, I would happily release like a twenty track album just so that it's out there. Just want like, I don't know. It's been building. I've been recording for a year and it's been building all this fucking angst in me that I just want to get out. So, yeah. I'm going to stop boring myself and you to tears. Uh, if you, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back next week with another guest, and hopefully going to do some more of these, some solo ones, and probably have some more topics to talk about. Like I don't even know what to. I don't want to be like the pure the news guy. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> people listen to podcasts because they're like, that's where I get my information. Like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like pod podcasts, even fucking my favourite podcasts are all becoming these like, basically like reaction videos. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I like some of that stuff. Like I've spoken before about some people that do like reaction channels and that sort of thing and they make it really funny and stuff, but like podcasting's just becoming like a, like the news basically. It's like people commentating on what's going on in the fucking the news. It's just so fucking boring, man. So I don't want to be I'm not gonna be the the current events guy. Maybe I could be the opposite of that. Maybe I'll re I'll report on things that have happened like ten years ago as if it's just happened. Do you know what I mean? Russell Brand and Jonathan Ross have been uh, caught up in a stink because they phoned the guy from Forty Towers. They phoned him to talk about his granddaughter. It's an absolute disgrace. Would that be? Would that be good? Would you be interested in that? Let's do that, right? Let's pull up news ten years ago. <laughs> Let's see. BBC on this day. Let's see. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I can't, can't comment on that. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, so. <laughs> so, eh. Uh, Pretty intense stuff. Where is it? Wait a minute. I'm just <laughs> having a look for these news articles. Jesus. The year is 1983 and hundreds have died in Islam pole violence. There we go. It's all like horrendous. What's that? 1962. US baseman orbits Earth. John Glenn, the first American to orbit the Earth, lands safely in the Atlantic Ocean. Imagine, imagine tuning into the news pre-moon landing, finding out some guy had been into space, man. That's crazy. Let's read this article. The first, first American to orbit the Earth has landed safely in the Atlantic Ocean. Marine Lieutenant John Glenn, 40, travelled about 81,000 miles as he circled the globe three times at more than 17,000 miles per hour. Lieutenant Glenn controlled nearly two of the orbits himself after reporting minor difficulties with the automatic altitude control system. I know exactly what that is. As he completed the third circuit, the maximum anticipated. Messages from the astronaut were transmitted by radio stations across the United Like, it's just basically, like, that's what Elon Musk is doing on a Tuesday, but this was, like, front-page news in 1962. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? It's mad. I've seen something recently that was, like, talking about how your phone is, like, more complex than the most complex computer in, like, 1940. You know what I mean? Which obviously sounds like that, that sh it should be accurate. 
But it's just crazy to think that because like those computers were basically like a full room size, just to like, just to like, <laughs> like you would dial in a couple of numbers. You dial in a couple of numbers, and then the thing would fart or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like a really complex computer. It's going and it goes you go to the other end like where you would go to get like a print a paper or something. You go to the other side and it goes and then a wee a wee tongue comes in and goes it's just all that machinery but like millions of pounds worth of machinery just to create a fucking fart. Um. Aye, and now we've got phones that basically the same thing. Anyway, I'm going to head off because I'm just literally talking rubbish. This is this is really interesting though. I would I would listen to a podcast that was just about historical events, like reading them as if it's, they've just happened. Do you know what I mean? What was the top one there? 1986. So th- this is all stuff that happened on this day, on different years. The Soviets open a new phase in space exploration with the launch of the world's biggest space station. So is that the space station? Is that the International Space Station? I don't think it is, is it? Who knows? Hey, anyway, I'm going ahead. Thank you for tuning in and take care of yourselves we're coming out of lockdown now it's good times there's going to be good times ahead there's going to be a big fucking party everybody's going to be partying have fun take care of yourselves and goodbye